0: It was a complete disaster. Welcome to Two Mourners, One Book Club. I'm Em. And I'm Jordi. And today we are going to discuss chapter 6 through 10 of Shadow and Bone. So let's get into it. Good, good addition. (laughs) (laughs) I try, I try. Um, so chapter six starts off with Alina having a nightmare, where she's back in Karamzin, which is where she's from, the orphanage, of course. Oh my god, the orphanage. I'm thinking of Scamilton. I know, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking of too. I helped lead hundreds of children. To Jesus says they're growing up, except we don't want to get charged oh um, my gosh. for copyright issues. No, except this is. Let it be noted the kids were very talented, but it was a mistake. Especially uh, Aaron Burr, sir. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, good. he was
0: He was really talented. Um, but uh, overall, not a great idea. Anyway, not that orphanage, a different orphanage in Crimson, which is where Alina and Mal are from. Um, Alina's having a nightmare where she's there, um, and she opens a door. And she's looking for Mal, but she, when she opens the door, she sees the Volcra, um, the big scary creature of the fold, if we remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Volcra has the Darkling's gray eyes. Ooh, what a twist. It's almost like foreshadowing. It, it is. In, in, in fact, it might even be that's foreshadowing. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, and so she lies in bed after that, and she almost falls back asleep when someone knocks on her door. Um, but then Alina is met with a sarcastic reply, so she opens it, and we meet a character named Jenya. Um, One of my favorite characters in the whole Grisha verse, honestly. She's fantastic. We do love Jenya. She's described as a beautiful redhead, and she's wearing a cream kefta, which is interesting because, if you all remember, in the last episode, um, Grisha only wear blue, red, and purple kefta, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Um... So, she comes in with servants and essentially commands the servants to get Alina into a bath. Um, and Alina's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. What's, like, what's happening? <laughs> Why would you do that? This is a little much for, like, early in the morning. I literally don't know you. <laughs> um, and then Jenya tells her that she's going to be presented to the king in an hour. So, she's like, eh, yeah, okay. I, I suppose you sh- I, I need help getting ready. Um... And after she takes a bath, the certain the servants lead Alina, um, as instructed by Jenya, to sit at her dressing table. Um, and Jenya is sitting behind her, or standing behind her, and she look, she has a box that has a ton of items in it. Leaves, mm-hmm. berries, etc. you're like, what is that? Is it like a little medicine box? I don't know. It's her NARS makeup kit. <laughs> like, essentially. <laughs> Pretty much, actually. Um, I feel like... I mean, but more eco-friendly. It's super eco-friendly. So it's all organic. We love that. Um, and so, she's looking through her box, but she looks at Alina, and she heals the wounds that Alina still has. So, Alina's like, oh, you're a healer. And she's like, mm, no, I'm a tailor. She can change appearances. Um, uh, so, like, she heals Alina's scar that she has, um, but can't, you know, heal like a... A broken bone, essentially. Yeah. Um, Like, she's highly specialized. Yes. Um, So, like, a really, really good makeup artist. Yeah, honestly. Honestly. (laughs) She's, like, she
1: can put an Instagram filter on your face in real life. We all need a Genya, Truly. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, she says in a little bit, like, it's not permanent, but, like, she has, like, a molecular understanding of skin imperfections, of pigment. All of that, and she's basically like a pro makeup
0: artist. We love that, honestly. Love Jenya. Um, so when she fixes Alina's scars, Alina's like, Can you please not change my face? Uh, and Jenya tells her not to worry. But in the show, do we want to? I can't remember. Are yeah, we, we going, were going over the chapter and then the show, or I think that's what we set
1: out to do, but okay. it's kind of been happening like think, okay. as it as we're reminded of the show, we talk about it. Do we wanna I I think that's fine.
0: Okay. Um so Alina asks her to not to change her face and Jenya tells her not to worry. Um and what's interesting is that in the show, because Alina is supposed to be half shoe, Alina Mm -hmm. asks Jenya not to change her eyes after a very rude and racist comment Mm -hmm. from a servant. Um and Jenya's still like you can chill. I'm I'm not gonna we good. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna I'm not racist, so I'm not gonna change that (laughs) about you. Um, which we love, um, and so uh, Lena's still kind of protesting. She's like, I don't know, I don't, I don't really need all this, you know. I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm not. She's denying that she has power still. She's like, Yeah, I literally don't need any of this. Um, but Jenny's like, No, you're going to be presented to a king. Beauty matters here, um, and especially if you're going to, you're essentially the only hope that our country has right now, and mm-hmm. so. You're about to meet the king. You need to look good. So, Alina lets her get her re- Alina lets Jenya get her ready. Um, She used the color... Uh, Jenya uses the color from a rose to tint her che- cheeks and lips, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Gold. She uses a leaf of gold to add color to her hair, so, like, really easy highlights. Um, and her hand to make it wavy, which I would love. That would be such a dream. Yeah. Truly. I wouldn't have to wake up early. Well, I would... I lie. Um <laughs> I don't wake up early. Um and I throw my hair up in a ponytail, but um if I could do this, then my hair would look nice. See, I would fix my horrendous growing out undercut if I could do this. I I think it looks good. I don't know. Do you want to are you are you wanting the undercut back?
1: No. Well, for Maybe. convenience, but I don't want it back. It's uh, just in a really horrible phase right now. Yeah.
0: Just just shave your head. Yeah. Totally. I mean Tomorrow, before I travel from work. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jenya is editing, essentially, Alina. Yeah, honestly. Um, and once she's, she's done, Alina's like, okay, yeah, I do look better. Um, but then Jenya's like, mm, you don't want to attract too much attention from the king, uh, which we'll learn a little bit about later. That is coming up, yes. Yeah, it's not a great situation, as you can imagine. Um, But then, uh, Jenya continues to get Alina ready. She puts her in cartographer's clothing, uh, because remember, Alina was a cartographer in the First Army, um, and she's like, Alina's kind of confused. She's like, why am I in a cartographer's uniform? And Jenya says that the king wants wants it to seem that she was humbly plucked from the Mm -hmm. First Army, and he's like giving her a chance. Um, Yeah, like they're selling
1: her story, basically. mm -hmm. Like... And we've already kind of touched on the tension between the Darkling and the monarchy. And so, like, at this point, Genya's like, if you appear in a kefta, he'll think the Darkling's been hiding you. Mm. Which is not
0: what they want. Lots of tension. Um, so they're walking to go meet the the king and queen. Um, and as they're walking, Genya is openly talking poorly about the queen. Which shocks Alina, because she's like, that's, <laughs> like, blast for me. Yeah. Um... But she's like, okay, we're just gonna like let it slide. I don't know. I, I don't quite know how things are working around here. But we're just, i we're just going with the flow. You know, she's trying to stay alive. Um, and then they enter the room, mm-hmm. and it's filled with Grisha, and two of them come up and ask, um, who she's gonna walk with, and Alina suggests Jenya, because that's like the only connection she's made. Because remember, the Darkling took her to the palace and mm-hmm. literally locked her in her room. In- rapunzel would her ass. Yes. Basically. <laughs> um, and so Jenny's like the only person who's been kind to her. And so Alina's like, oh, I'll walk with her. And the two girls um, essentially laugh. And she's like, um, there's a, they're like, they're a, a higher mark. Ugh. They both laugh, suggesting a hierarchy among the Grisha. Um, mm-hmm. And so they want to walk with her because she's the new shiny savior. Um, and they are summoners. And I'll introduce their characters a little bit later um in depth but then as they're like oh no like you can't walk with her the darkling comes in and he's like oh i'll walk with her um and literally no one is gonna say no to the darkling because if there's a grisha hierarchy he's top dog um but also i feel like that probably should have been like established beforehand because look alina plucked away from the only life she's ever known Mm -hmm. locked in a uh, Rapunzeled. Yes. Um, in a palace, and she's like, I literally don't know what's going on. Where's the Darkling? Um, and he's like, he doesn't even tell her that she's going to be presented no. to the king. Jenny's like, you're going to be presented, and she's shocked. Like, and then he's like, oh, I'm going to walk with you. So, like, he knew what was going to happen. Yeah, this, again, this whole
1: situation is engineered to discombobulate
0: her, mm-hmm. and to make him her safe person. Oh. Yeah, that's good. I hadn't really considered that but yes um in the show um uh jenny getting her ready and all that and they're walking and she kind of again openly talks bad about the queen in the show as well um, but then the darkling comes up from behind and is like walking her in and he's mm-hmm. like the little palace is the ugliest building i've ever seen and Alina's still kind of shocked because he's like talking bad about the monarchy again mm-hmm. um implying that there is tension there not implying straight up straight up there is tension between them so um but he walks her into the room it's not at that
1: part in the show does he tell her his name at that part or is that a no little later that's a little bit later okay i can go first Remember
0: writing oh, that's right i up. forgot about that yeah we'll get into that we'll okay. edit that out because that's a that's a little bit of a spoiler a, yeah um so anything else to add for that chapter mm hmm uh, so that's a pretty short chapter. You know, we're building the world. Libardugo's Bardugo's doing a fantastic job of that. Um, Leigh Bardugo, we love you. We're going to say that in every episode. Every episode. <laughs> so chapter seven begins, and the Darkling says something, um, and the Grisha line up in order of type and rank. Um, and so it's essentially um, the Corporalki are the highest ranked, Etherealki are the second, and then the Fabricators are Third, yeah, or uh, what are your, yeah, it's a pack yeah. of uh, material key, yes, um our third, and so Alina's kind of like, huh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. This also doesn't happen in the show, Mm-mm. um which I kind of like because there's already a whole bunch of like prejudice and rank yes. and divide. um So it is interesting that it was in the books um well and in
1: the show too i feel like it's a lot more because it is a visual medium Mm -hmm. it's more show not tell
0: yeah where you just see from like how the characters are behaving on screen that's very true um the darkling then tells alina that she looks well rested um yeah i'm swooning (laughs) whatever y'all can't see but jordan and i just like looked at each other and like eye rolled um (laughs) that's not a compliment i've ever gotten you look well-rested. I was born tired. You know what? To be fair, I would take that as a compliment now. like, thank I, now you so I'd much. i like, oh my god. As I chug my coffee. I'm so glad you noticed. Like, my <laughs> eye is twitching. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he tells her she looks well-rested, which, depending on who you're telling that to, may be a compliment, may be an Maybe insult. Maybe not. Uh, but then she's like, hey, are there any other tailors? Like, I hadn't heard of that. And the dark lane explains that Jenya is special whatever uh and that mm-hmm. he gifted her to the queen a person gifted a person a child because um, she was held eight or ten very young she was young when the testers found her and alina asks if that makes jenny a servant and the mm-hmm. darklings like we all serve someone which ick <laughs> gross there's a lot of red flags going up if you know you're not alina <laughs> <laughs> um and so they continue and then Darkling tells Alina that the king is going to expect a demonstration. But don't worry. She doesn't need to know how to I do anything. You. Which frankly I would hope not, because literally the date like five days before, she learned she had power. She has no clue how to use them. And he's like, Oh, you're gonna have to show the king, but don't worry. How is she not gonna worry? I don't right?
1: know. Like, come on.
0: Um, and so, they reach the Grand Palace. So, if we remember, the little palace is where the Grisha train. The Grand Palace is where the royal family lives. Yes. Um, so, they reach the Grand Palace, and it's ornately decorated. And Alina's like, mm, the rest of the country is, like, really poor. There's been a war going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. I I guess this is where the money goes. Like, this is a little unnecessary, which is fair. Um. Yep. <laughs> But once they're in the throne room, um she's walking with a darkling and the king is like, "Alina looks kind of plain." Um which honestly <sighs> is probably better for her. Yeah, um, that's true. But still an unnecessary. It's still like, why do you feel the need to comment yeah, on if, her appearance? Again, you know, if someone called me plain, I would be like, "You know what? I I didn't need that today." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, look. You know Daisy yourself. (laughs) But an important thing to note is that next to the king is a man who is wearing priest robes with the king's symbol on them. And we'll learn more about him later. Um, Yeah, Jordan's shuddering. I am shuddering. (laughs) To be completely fair, I think maybe one of the male characters that has been introduced so far is not icky. That's true. The ick factor is really high right now. I don't know. Maybe we're
1: just... Maybe we just have high standards. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy is it's icky. Standards, either. Jordan. Every <laughs> just,
0: just standards. The bar is on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they... Um, we'll get back to the guy in the priest robes later. So they're going in the room, or they're in the throne room, and the darkling, kind of like he did in the tent, makes the room go dark with shadows. And then he grabs Alina's hand... And she again feels that pull Mm -hmm. um, towards the Darkling, and light bursts out of her, and the dark disappears. Um, And everyone's like, oh my gosh, like, how did you do that? And the king calls it a miracle, and he leads the Darkling away to make plans. Um, And so while this is happening, the priest is staring at Alina, and she Mm -hmm. compares it to like looking in a tomb, which, again, ick. and then but then he follows the king. So she hasn't even met this guy yet and he's already given her the creeps. Yes. Um which again, probably warranted. We'll learn about it later.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. It's I just I have to mention he smells like mildew and in incense. And it's just disgusting. And every time I smell mildew now I think about the
0: apparat. Oh god. And it freaks me out. That is his that's what they call him, His is title the apparat. Um, every time I read that in the books, I just got like, like a shudder. Yes, it's like that. It's a very like visceral emotional reaction to him every time he shows up because yeah. he's so grody. Yeah. Um. So he follows the king out, and then other people in the room want to meet Alina. Um. So there's like other like noble people in the room um and they all want to meet her cuz they're like oh my gosh it's a miracle but Jenya pulls her away to meet the queen um when they walk in the room with the queen it's very clear that Jenya's has done work on her um and it's also very clear that Jenya is prettier than the queen um the queen mm-hmm. has like it's described that she has like two blue eyes and like two blonde of hair um but she still has um Jenya to work on her because she has to like yeah is is essentially the queen's personal tailor um because the darkling gifted a Ooh. person to another person. Yes. Don't love. No. And the queen is like the real housewife of
1: Osalta. Like
0: <gasps> Yes.
1: She's very much mm-hmm. overdone, jealous,
0: mhm,
1: messy, dramatic.
0: I was going to mention a certain housewife, but we're not going to talk. We're not going to get into that. This is not a podcast about the housewives. No, there are plenty of those <laughs> for you to go in and do with what you will, but um so at the Queen asks Alina some questions and Alina answers and she's like yeah. Um, but afterwards Alina uh, the queen tells Alina to not let the court corrupt her, implying that it has corrupted Jenya. Um, which Jenya has literally done nothing. She's just doing her best to yeah. survive. We are Jenya stands here, if you could freaking tell. love her. Um so back in the hallway, the Darkling intercepts them. Um, and after discussing the queen, he explains that the man in the robes is the apparat, um, ick. And the Darkling describes the apparat as a fraud or fanatic, um, but also says that he could come in use later. Um, so, I mean, similar to um, kind of the founding of this country, that a lot of people are swayed by religion mm-hmm. um, and they follow the religious leader and so the darkling kinda sees that and he's like I don't know what he believes. I don't know if he knows what he believes but the people are going yeah. to follow him whatever he says. We can work with this. Yeah. So he kinda has him in his back pocket. Like, okay, like I don't trust him. I don't think he's anything special, but he could be of use to me later. Yeah. Which less of two evils, I don't know. Um let me see Um, and then the Darkling tells Jenya to take Alina back to her room and have her fitted for a kefta, Mm -hmm. but in black. And so, we mentioned that Jenya has a different color kefta, um, but that's because she's kind of her own brand of Grisha, Mm -hmm. and the rest of them are red, blue, or purple, and only the Darkling has a black kefta. So, this is, Mm -hmm. like, huge. It's a huge deal. And Alina's like, mmm can I have it in blue instead? I really don't want to stick out. Yeah. Um, which is fair because she, she's already, you know, has a lot of pressure on her. She's sticking out enough. Um, and the Darkling is like, yeah, okay, you can have a blue capta. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's funny. <laughs> He's like, <"Yeah>, it's okay. <laughs> Not heard at all. <laughs> what was that? It was I can't remember who sings this song, but there used to be like that TikTok trend of like the kids slamming the door, and the song's like, "I still see your shadows in my room." <laughs> that's him. He's like, "Yeah, I guess that's fine." And he yeah, slams his door true. and goes and cries.
0: um <laughs> So he agrees, um and Jenya's like, "Why would you do that? Like, it only the darkling wears black, and it would make you." Um, it would have made oh you special. God. And Alina's like, I do not want to be more important than anyone else. She's like, I don't want to be special. That's yeah. my whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like other girls. <laughs> I don't want to be. <laughs> she she, not she like literally other... is the anti. <laughs> I'm
1: not like other girls. No. She's not a pick me. She's a forget me <laughs> yeah. girl. She's like, let me blend into the background, please.
0: But also we see throughout at least the first seven chapters that like Alina is very aware of the rank and class of people Mm -hmm. and the injustice in the, in the inequality. Mm -hmm. Um, and even as she's getting more power, she's like, I don't want that. Like I, she doesn't think she's done anything to deserve it. Um, so also important to note, um, she, she is a stand for justice. She is, which we love. We love it. Um, and so back in Alina's room, Jenya asks her if she wants to eat dinner with the other Grisha. Um, and then she explains that Grisha don't really mix with each other. So, like, the Etherealki sit with Etherealki, key, Corporalki key sit with Corporalki, key, Materialki key sit with Materialki. Um, and they all consider Genia a joke um, mm-hmm. because of her job. They kind of consider her, like, the queen's lapdog um, because she is called to work on the queen a lot, which is a really big bummer. Um, and Alina asks if they can just eat in her room, and they do, which is nice. Only, again, kind of only friend that Alina's made. Um, and then Alina's fitted for her kefta, and Jenya tells her to get some rest because she's going to meet Bagra the next day. Let's go. Um, which we love Bagra. As okay. Alina's getting ready for bed, she does realize she's never had a room to herself before, um, and she cries, and she's like, is wondering if it's all a dream, and yeah, She's like, I, essentially, she's like, I hope when I wake up I get to tell Mal about it. Um, so she's still thinking about Mal. We can't forget about Mal. No. I know I mentioned him at the beginning of the chapter because she's, like, looking for him in her dream. But we still don't know where he is. We don't know what he's doing. She doesn't, I mean, obviously, she doesn't no. know what she's doing. What he's doing. Um, so she's still thinking about him.
1: And I don't think that we've mentioned this yet, but she and Mal made a blood pact when they were kids and she has a scar over her palm. Is that what they did? I think, it or something like
0: that. No.
1: I feel like. But they have, they both have, like, palm scars. They do
0: have the scars, but it's because she got... I I think she got hurt,
1: and he was like, now we'll match, or something. Yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) In the show, when they're running from the testers, Mm -hmm. she gets cut and uses that so she, like, can't be tested. But then he defends her in the show, and then he's like, now we match. Yeah. Which is, like, ten years later. I can't remember how it was in the I books, but I know, Sorry. like,
1: the scar on her palm is important. Yes. All that to say.
0: Yeah. So, um, while she's there, it is just important to note that, um, <laughs> so while she's still thinking of Mal, it is important to know that she does have a scar, um, like a crescent-shaped scar on on the palm of her hand, and that Mal also has a scar on the palm of his hand that matches. They're twins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like she
1: basically goes to sleep like we really in it now, Mel, <laughs> and then goes to sleep and she's sad. But the, the scar is like oh a, my God. a physical. Sometimes when things are hard for me, I think in my head we really in it now, and then like just different funny like different funny things.
0: She's lying in We're really in it now, Jordan. <laughs> she
1: she really <laughs> is. Oh
0: I mean, but she. I mean, she kind of is. She, she is. is. Um, but the
1: scar is like a physical representation of her past life
0: like especially her life with mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um so in the show it's not much different from the books. Mm-mm. Um she's introduced to the king and queen um in the show the queen's like I thought she was Shu, Um uh and then she meets the apparatus, still mm-hmm. like ick vibes. Um, and the king or uh the Darkling essentially makes light, you know, come out of her. Oh, but in the show after um the after the light show, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, Alina's like oh gosh, what did she say? She's like, I don't know where it came from and then the Darkling's <laughs> like What does he say? He's like I can't remember You that. were brilliant or something oh, like yeah. that.
1: Yeah, he, he like, just You were amazing. You were absolutely brilliant. Or <laughs> something
0: like that. Yeah, which like didn't need to be that close for that conversation to happen um (laughs) (laughs) but then instead of the other people in the room like the noble people Mm -hmm. coming to greet alina in the show um the other grisha come to greet alina and miss lee bardugo the author of the books um is uh is portraying a grisha she's portraying a material key um, which is amazing, and is the first one to hug Alina. That. Yeah, she's the first one to hug I Alina. I need to rewatch it so I can see um, Which is super fun. And then in the show, it happens in the book a little bit later, and we'll get to it um, in the next few chapters, but in the show, Zoya, who is um, the Grisha who kind of flirted with Mal mm-hmm. and is was the Darkling's favorite before Alina hugs her, and tells her that she stinks of Karamzin, mm-hmm. Um which is, like, not – we don't love not that. Cool. So, I mean, she's jealous. There's no reason for it. Well, but. It, it's that the, the power hierarchy that he has mm-hmm. set up is working the way it should.
1: Yes. That's what's going on there. Yes. She so definitely has agency tell. in mm-hmm. that situation, in being bitchy, mm-hmm.
0: but there's other things at play there, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, not much difference in that area in regards to the book and the show. So now we get to chapter eight of the book, um, and it, Alina's wake. Alina wakes up, uh, and a servant brings her her new blue kefta mm-hmm. with gold detailing. Just new, mm-hmm. never been seen, never been done before. She is a fashion icon. <laughs> is that Lady Gaga? Incredible, brilliant, brilliant. never the same. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's Alina. Kefta. That's Alina. Um, and it has gold to represent the light, which is really cool. I, I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Genya takes Alina to breakfast, and the two summoners who we um, came up to them in the last chapter um, come up to Alina and invite the, her, her not Genya, invite her to mm-hmm. breakfast. And the two Grisha are named Nadia and Marie, and they completely ignore Genya. Um, and Genya's like, no, go ahead. Um, like, that's fine. And so the girls take Alina to the appropriate table, um, where mm-hmm. the ethereal keys sit, um, and the corporal keys sit together, and again, the material keys sit together. So, very much a divide and hierarchy in the books, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. Uh, and while she's at breakfast, she's being, Alina's being questioned by the summoners, um, like, about her life, about what happened, um, because she hasn't been, you know, replaying it in her mind enough. She's not stressed enough about it. Right. Um, But when she, she kind of starts to panic a little bit, and then Jenya comes and takes her on a tour of the palace at the request of the Darkling. Um, And so she shows her where the Darkling's chambers are. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And where the library is. Uh, (laughs) And so with the library, Alina kind of sees how big and grand it is, and... She feels embarrassed of cramson um, and the, like, the little library that they had there, mm-hmm. um, it's almost, like, shabby in, in comparison to what she sees, and then she asks and she's like, can, can I, can I bring a friend, my friend Mal, to visit? And Jania just, like, keeps going, just, yeah, she's like, I didn't hear that, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, she's like, I, I can't hear you at all, um, when you talk about Mal, so, um, we don't get any more there but Alina is it's clear Alina's still thinking about Mal she wants him to see what Mm -hmm. she's doing um another real quick thing about breakfast
1: is that he has them eat like a peasant breakfast mm -hmm. even though he's also decking them out like in all this finery and like setting themselves apart from non-grisha it's like um Jinya's like the Darkling is very keen on the idea that we all eat hearty peasant fare saints forbid we forget we're real Ravkins and this is kind of like... There's a term that is used by others sometimes. It's a really good term, but I cannot remember it right now. But it's basically kind of like an affront to people who have actually experienced scarcity mm. and hardship, like Alina. Because she's thinking to herself, she's like, I was a peasant. I'd kill somebody for a cheese Danish. Like, it's it's like this mockery, this... I'm not going to say this word because I'm going to say it wrong. But it's fine. Um, it's It's like this... Almost mocking, like
0: it's just so out of just tone deaf. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, it is interesting because like the darkling is like, oh, you need to eat like peasants do, so you understand. Whereas Alina has understood. She has had nothing. Like that was to her eat. life. Um, and she's like, this is like this isn't cool. Um, what is the word for it? Like I know there's a word for it, and I'm I wrote something like a paper about it in
1: college, and I can't remember the word.
0: It's almost yeah. Performative, saviorism, performative... It's something like that. Performative something, yeah. Yes. So, anyway. uh, As we continue... um, So, Jenya takes Alina past where the corporal key train. um, Which is kind of implied that, like, not great things happen where they train. Yeah. um, And takes her past that to where the fabricators are where oh, they meet the
1: fabricator,
0: they meet david a skilled fabricator <laughs> david david um and he barely acknowledges them uh and then genya tells him that aline is a sun summoner and he's like oh i'm working on gloves for you um, yeah, he's, he's very matter of fact like focused on his work yes very driven um but it's very clear that Genya likes him. Yes. Which is, like, really sweet. It is
1: sweet. Because he's, like, this very, like, unassuming, like, inc- like intensely cerebral, just, like, engineer, basically. Yes. yeah. And, like, gorgeous, insanely, like, smart Genya's like, hi, David, what are you working on?
0: And he's like, oh, gloves. <laughs> he's like, this, gloves, like, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's bye. it. It's cute. It's um, so cute. And I'm glad that we get more of them in later books. Yes. Um, but uh, then they leave the fabricator area and Jenya takes Alina to where the summoners are um, are like practicing and training. And Alina notices that there's kids on the ground. And she's like, what is that? Uh, and Jenya says that when Grisha children are, um, so they're tested when they're kids to see if they're Grisha. And then if they are Grisha, they're brought to the school um, on the Little Palace grounds to train until they're old enough to join the Second Army. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jenny says that uh, families are compensated heavily, but she has not seen her family since she was five. Um, so these mm-hmm. kids are essentially taken away because they have these powers um, and never see their family again. Yeah, it's like they get tested, they become government property. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alina's like, why did the testers realize that I was Grisha? Like, that's so crazy. Um, (laughs) I can't believe that that happened. How did that happen? Oh my gosh. Um, and Jenya, um, takes Alina to a path in the woods that leads to a hut, which is Bagra's hut. Um, and Jenya's essentially like, follow the path, go to the hut, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Because no one out pizzas (laughs) though. She is kind of like, like kind of tongue in cheek, like Katha ate the canary, like have fun. Yeah. No one really warns her about Bagra. <laughs> They're just like, oh, you'll have a good time. Except she in fact does not have a good time. <laughs> um, so Lena knocks and no answer. She knocks again and opens the door to a really hot room where Bagra is. And Bagra is like this older lady mm-hmm. um, who kind of just lives in her hut in solitude. Um, and Bagra tells Alina that she's late and she's like, why weren't you tested as a kid? And Alina's like, I literally don't remember. Like, if uh, you could tell me, that'd yeah. be super cash money. Uh, and then Bagra just kind of insults her. Like, Bagra's, Bagra's a tough teacher, you know, mm-hmm. she wants students to like figure it out, but she bit, pretty much insults her and is like, I hope you're stronger than you look. Um, which. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. At Um, this point in time, she was not. She was in fact not. So
1: Alina's having a really tough time. (laughs) She really this another title for Shadow and Bone could be Alina in the Very Bad, No Good Day. But the days just keep going. (laughs) Um they don't stop coming. They don't stop stop. coming. We said (laughs) that in the first (laughs) episode (laughs) too. Now it's a callback. We made it 34 minutes.
0: Uh, (laughs) We will reference Shrek at least once every episode. (laughs) This is our solemn promise to you, our listeners. like an onion <laughs> like, ah. peel it back layer oh by my layer gosh. <laughs> is that shrek's accent <laughs> it's not we have to delete that no it's good it's good i'm also uh. laughing i can't do accents in general but when i'm laughing i really can't
1: that was more like if he had to change your fate <laughs> would you i
0: mean it was close. It's like the
1: same accent. Isn't isn't okay? The thing is that she's really Scottish, and Shrek isn't.
0: What is? What is he supposed to be? <laughs> I don't know.
1: An ogre? I don't know. A bad accent. Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> An out in You're telling me that, that doesn't sound like a Scottish accent?
1: like that vine i was like i'm in my mom's (laughs) car i get it i can't do accents no you're fine that doesn't mean i'm gonna stop trying no if anything it means you should do it
0: more you gotta practice oh my god people are gonna Um, listen to the
1: first episode
0: and then listen to this
1: one and be like (laughs) never again no it's good it's good um Mm. i like that you say Bagra, I feel like in my brain I would go between Bagra and Bagra, like just depending mm. on where her name was in the sentence, which is strange. But I like that her her hut is super hot, if only because Bagra's hut is like Shrek's swamp. <laughs> <laughs> I like that boulder. That's a nice boulder. No, I like that her hut was He's really a hot.
0: Like donkey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah ben
1: barnes has actually been replaced by eddie murphy for season two of Bone. it hasn't please don't sue me uh, no because she's an old lady and and my nana used to keep her house really hot and <laughs> it's like why and so i was like okay old lady a hot house i know what i'm working with here that's all I had to offer with that. <laughs> that was the end of the story. <laughs> oh, I need some um, water. <laughs> <laughs> But no, Bagra's, she's good. This is a
0: good um, introduction for her.
1: That's a loud water bottle.
0: Okay. So, chapter nine starts, um, and Alina's still with Bagra, and like the darkling... Bagger is a human amplifier, which we mentioned wow. how rare that is, which is super, incredibly rare. And for it to happen twice? Hmm. hmm. Um, and so she grabs Alina's wrist and light, and the room lights up, but Alina's unable to do it on her own. Because she's had no training, um, but she's still mm-hmm. not able to do it on her own. Uh, the rest of her classes are just as difficult, and she feels like she's behind, and she just feels, like, essentially hopeless, Um, after lunch, Nadia and Marie come up to Alina and offer to walk her to combat training. Um, and as they're walking, uh, Alina notices the apparat watching her. (laughs) Ick. Um, and so they get to combat training. Their combat trainer's named Botkin. Um, and he's not Grisha and he's actually Shu, which is really interesting because Mm -hmm. it's not really described so much in the book that Shu are their enemies, but in the show it is. Um, I didn't mention it yeah. in the first episode, but the like anti shoe propaganda they use in the show is very similar to World War Two yes. Japanese propaganda. Yes, um, which is really interesting, um, and again, kind of showing the like racial tensions in between. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought I, I appreciated that they showed that it was. Similar to actual propaganda to kind of show in modern times how ridiculous it is. Yeah. You know. Um, So their combat trainer, Botkin, he's Shu, not Grisha. Um, Alina's weak and Botkin is like taunting her Mm -hmm. um, and tells her to come early the next day for training. So she's had like a really rough day. It's just like hit after hit after hit. um, Both literally um, and... (laughs) What is it? Um, figuratively. Figuratively, sorry. Yeah. Um, words are hard. And so after training, she's exhausted and she goes to gin- dinner and asks where Jenya is. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marie tells her that she eats dinner at the Grand Palace with the Queen. Um, and then Marie makes a rude comment about, he's, about how she's available mm-hmm. to the King as well. Um, and so, like, Jenya, in the last chapter, she warns Alina about, you know, like not wanting to get on the King's radar mm-hmm. in that way. And so she understands because she is being abused by the king. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the Grisha is like. Victim blame her. Yes. Basically. They see her as a joke, um, and how she's like, oh, she's available to the king, which don't love. And I do like that they change that in the show, um, because mm-hmm. we don't victim blame here. Um, so, uh, during dinner, um, Ivan comes in and tells Alina that the Darkling wants to see her. hmm and so she's, like, really worried because she thinks um, that after the day she had, she's had, the Darkling um, is going to, like, be upset. But he just tells her that things are going to get better. It's going to be difficult, but, like, it'll get better. Again, kind of isolating her, being the only support that she has. Yes, establishing himself as her safe person. Mm-hmm. And she's shocked. She's like, whoa, um, he literally just wanted to know about my day. And he's like, I'm not a monster again, Jordan and I looked to each other eye roll. Um, <laughs>
1: most
0: monsters don't have to tell you that, like, or most people who aren't monsters don't have to tell you that they're not monsters. It's like being racist. If I have to tell you that I'm not racist, yeah. So, like, not great, but she's, she's shocked She's shocked that he who's, like, the commander of all the Grisha is being so kind to her. Um, and she tells him that she expects the worst and that with his powers, she's a right to be intimidated. Like, she saw him mm-hmm. literally slice a guy in half. Um, and then he grabs her hand and it's like, why do you always rub the scar on your palm mm-hmm. that we talked about earlier? Um, and she says that it's an old habit and she got the scar in Karamzin. And then the Darkling is like, um, is Mal the tracker? Is he also an yeah. orphan? He and does his he best good? never
1: to like mention him by name. Mm-hmm. He calls him the tracker.
0: Oh, yeah. Which all is, the time. It's kind of funny. So, like, he's already, like, a little jealous. He knows more than he is letting her know. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, clearly, he has an army of Grisha at his disposal, and so he knows all the information that he possibly can on her, but she doesn't know that he knows that. Um, And she's like, he asks about the tracker um, and if he's any good, and Alina says that the joke back at Karamson was that he could make rabbits out of rocks. So, essentially... Yes, he's really good. He's, like, crazy good. Mm -hmm. And then they bid each other goodnight. Wow. That's how it ends, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now on to chapter 10. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, actually, in the show, let's see. There's not too, too much different, really, Mm -hmm. with this chapter from the show. Yeah. I feel like chapters 5 through 10, it's about world building and Alina starting her training. And in the show, it's all kind of packed together as well. Yeah. Um, so in chapter 10, her days are getting more and more difficult, um, and Bagra and Botkin are pushing her and pushing her and pushing her, but she's Mm -hmm. not really improving that much. And she's wondering, like, how could the Darkling possibly think that I could destroy the fold? Um, she isn't sleeping a ton, she isn't eating, um, and Bagra's like, you are fighting your powers. Like, you, Mm -hmm. you have, essentially she has a mental block and she's pushing out her powers and not using them. Um she can't join the other Etherealki in some of their trainings or outings because the Darkling is worried about an assassination attempt on her um or is he just um oh, uh, just singling her out control mechanism yes um, but she also doesn't really see him much and when he is at the palace he doesn't exa- acknowledge her so she thinks that he's mad at her um for doing so bad. And then she does find out the word for normal people or people without mm, powers, mm-hmm. which I'm going to try and pronounce it. Um, and I'm going to butcher it. It's what, ot- ot- but ot- uh, sh- 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 no, Me. Yes. Ot- I ot- see it here. Ka- ot- kazatsya? I think that was pretty good. I think that was really good. I, ot- Katzaya. Yeah. Um, Which is the term that Grisha used for people without powers or, like, normal, quote-unquote normal person. And it translates directly to the abandoned. Yeah. Which she's like, huh, I'm an orphan and I was abandoned. Um, and this is, like, it's just kind of bringing up some feelings for her. Um, and then one day she's, like, reading in the library by herself and who should join her but the Apparat. And he's like, I want to be friends. Ick. Gross! I, 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 I. If there ever comes a time in, the, in this podcast where we mention the apparat and do not say "ick," something's no, wrong. Something's wrong. Um, he's so nasty. Yeah, he gives her a book of saints um, and says that the peasants love saints but hate Grisha because Grisha don't suffer like the saints do. And then he tells her that she will suffer more, which, like, why would you tell someone that? So right, but it's also implying already that the apparat. Is going to kind of put her on a pedestal as a saint mm-hmm. um, and potentially use her um, to further his agenda. Yeah. And so um, she gets scared at that which who wouldn't and runs out. Uh, and then once again she thinks of the cartographer's tent and Mal. And we find out that she's written him a, a letter every week um, since she has been at the little palace but has not received anything back. Yeah, um, Which is she, she thinks that he's abandoned her at this point. Yeah. And that is the end of chapter 10. And that's chapter 10. So, again, we kind of see these last five chapters as world building, um, establishing Alina's mm-hmm. situation. Because in the next five chapters, we get pretty heavy into um, plot yes. thickenings. This is when it starts to ramp up. Yes. Um, so hopefully you guys will join us again for episode three of Two Mourners. One Book Club. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. See you next week, and happy heisting. Oh, that's right. Let's try it again. And And happy happy heisting. heisting!